0: Oh hey, it's an offshoot of the A show for October eighth, two thousand twenty. Why? Well, virtually, it's two episodes on the same day. I feel like because of. <laughs> but anyways, it's been a while. But I wasn't. I didn't plan on doing this. But uh, with the VP debate happening, which I did not plan on watching. I was not interested in watching. I ended up fucking watching it. Joining at about nine twenty or so when they were talking about swine flu. Um, I will say I'm gonna. I don't want to keep this twenty minutes like I do the usual episodes, but uh I'm gonna say one thing. Well again, whatever the Trump Pence ca- campaign says, uh it doesn't surprise me. Pence broke the rules also, interrupting and all that shit. But Pence is more slower talking like this. Uh going at a sloth pace. Like I handle how I handle the task force party. Thank you, Mr First President but you know the American people. You know, it was he came off as Nora O'Donnell said masterfully controlling that way. And I got to say the aesthetics fucking matter, especially in a VP debate like this. I still believe that it cost Sarah Palin it cost J- John McCain with the Sarah Palin back in 2008 because they shielded her for good until, you know, after the Republican convention until the Debate, the VP debate in 2008. I know, I, I remember this night pretty distinctly because there also was the night that the Canadian Prime Minister debate was with, uh who was it? What's his face? Stefan Dion was a liberal leader at that time and Jack Layton when he was still alive, Bloc Quebec and then Stephen Harper. And uh, it was Joe Biden versus Sarah Palin. Now, I. Like, Sarah Palin was well-shielded, and then I said at that point, I mentioned the story before, she really only had three, four talking points, and she repeated that over 90 minutes, but then other people that were we were watching this with said, I thought, I thought she was impressed with the first time out, you know, that kind of thing, and what I learned from that was, number one, I actually listened, I was vindicated when the Game Plan book came out and the HBO movie came out, how... You know, Sarah Palin had absolutely no batshit idea the difference between North and South Korea is and all that stuff prepping for her for that debate. So what I thought was right, they gave her three, four bullet points and went with it, right? Uh, But what I also learned that was aesthetics and then the authoritative controlling look matters, especially for the uh, undecided or whatever you want to call it out there. Now, a lot of the educated suburban voters and all that, they're actually listening and stuff. But there's some, um, like I mentioned last week with Joe Biden, look, we, as much as people think we're all civil and all that stuff, the civil discourse and all that, that's kind of out of hand as the child question. The bullshit vanilla question that they picked came in and about, which is a good question, but it, it's, it falls into the sense of a, uh, false equivalency, which I'm going to get to. Kamala came off awfully underwhelming given her history as a prosecutor and an attorney general, which surprised me. Her life is about debating. Her life is about making the clear points and answering the question to the argument. When it came to economy, China, international policies, and new pandemic handling, which was the very first question, Kamala came off awfully defensive on Joe's record. Oh, and the past record of Joe under the Obama administration. That shocked me. I was glad that I caught that part, but my God, yes, I was having multiple conversations with multiple people during the debate. I was steaming at Kamala Harris, and whoever prepped her for this fucking debate And the Democratic Party should be fired. Why are the Democrats keep doing this? Joe, I understand, you know, to a degree, you know, he's a head honcho, but I just go. But I thought people picked Joe because Joe is not only a moderate choice. Joe will say it like it is. I thought they picked Kamala because she'll say it like it, it is if in case anything happens to Joe. The thing that was a backbreaker for the John McCain back in 2008, what they found out after, does a VP really matter? Yes, it did. Because people already kind of decided that what the hell is, is like John McCain really offering? But then I think the nail in the coffin after the VP debate, because this is going in reverse order in my opinion right now, is that Sarah Palin, the picking of Sarah Palin has clearly shown that, oh my God, if anything happens to John McCain, This lady who has no fucking idea what she's talking about is going to run this country. So we're going to go with a guy who's well spoken and has his shit together. Barack and Joe in case anything falls apart. This is our Kennedy. That's what happened. And that aesthetics of, you know, looking like they got it. The confidence, the swagger matters. Kamala didn't really offer that, in my opinion. Say what you will about the moderator. Say what you will about the so-called masterful, dirty tactics of fucking Mike Pence. He is what he is. That administration is what it is. But again, why can't you instill, install the fucking confidence and then the faith in government and leadership? And the political institutions and the parties that we have. Just voting saying, just vote for Joe, just vote for Joe. Just go vote. Yes, that is a step one, but you didn't you're supposed to do the step two after we do our part. I mean, if if like Kamala looked more like You know, Kamala pretty much showed why she's not the presidential nominee and became a goddamn running mate. I miss Susan Rice. I miss Elizabeth Warren. That was atrocious, man. I mean, she picked it up here and there like about 935 and then the intro where she didn't really answer the question. Long-winded way of saying whatever. I'll give you the talking points at the end. And she really picked it up at 10.10 the last 20 minutes. And I go, here we go. here. She's awake now. She's not stammering. She's not bumbling through shit. She doesn't sound like she's just like trying to recite the memorized answers. The problem with the memorized answers that she was coming up with is like, dude, we we are all inundated with this shit on YouTube ads, CNN, Fox News, MSNBC already. So the point of the debate at this point is like, asserting your confidence of (laughs) whatever your point is, which is what Donald and Mike Pence are doing. What Joe and Kamala and Democratic Party need to instill is, we're still here. What Bill Maher said, we're still here. The logic, the reason, the science, the data-driven, it's all here. The very first question that was presented to Kamala was not answered correctly. She she fell back into the answers that we already know what the talking points are As to how this administration has failed And how this administration has underplayed, undervalued the importance of certain things they need to do I can't believe they can't just simply say We need, we want to restore faith in our governmental institutions Including Dr. Fauci, Dr. Bergs, Along with the FDA who approves the virus safely and efficiently as possible along with the rest of the CDC the NHS and all those blah 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 we need to restore faith in order and that starts not not on a lockdown level but god it, dealing with what we have with infected people like contact tracing more testing efficient testing that is outside of the friends of donald you know some shit like that Instead, this administration continuously tout American individuals and individual freedom, which is a lazy leadership saying, you guys go figure it out. States, you figure it out. I can't believe why no one has ever said that. You could have just said that for two minutes. We know the rest of the answers. Don't give us the same fucking talking points we're inundated with. Why can't you do that? That's my frustration. And then when it got, like, Kamala only got comfortable in her comfort zone in that intro. And then when it got talking about the, uh, the justice system and racial relations. And it got to Breonna Taylor and then it later pivoted into uh, George Floyd. And implicit bias. And I'm just going like, yeah, it's not time for education, but rather what you are going to do. Tell American people what you're going to do better. And we did get that here and there, Green New Deal, they didn't really say anything uh, Election night, if anything happens, what are you going to do? Neither candidate really said anything other than Mike Pence saying, we will win Kamala just repeated, go vote, that matters Like, even if, like, 30% of the country is what they are, which is Trump or nothing, Right? So you're not gonna convince them, and they are—they are they aren't gonna go vote, and they're gonna vote to whatever. Even if you get a 7 3 landslide, this motherfucker is not gonna leave. What are you gonna do then? She didn't answer. As Bill Maher asked this question for two years, no candidate had an answer, and she had no answer either. In the Supreme Court question. I'm surprised that she fucked up the Supreme Court question too. She never pivoted into why it's a wrong idea, a wrong choice, a wrong procedure. Coming from a professional lawyer, a prosecutor, an attorney general. That's just goddamn frustrating. That's what I learned. And then, uh, it matters. She needs to do a lot of recovery if she wants to be the president, in my opinion. And, Either she needs to get her message straight, which always seems to be the problem with her after the initial, the very first Democratic debate she had with Joe Biden. Or, it, it's like, she, she needs to figure it out. I'm sorry. It did not instill confidence. And other people are blaming moderator and all that shit. No, I'm sorry. You should have seen this coming. Why are you shocked? Like, you're not talking about the what you're going to do. But anyways, I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> I'm more shocked at how underwhelming she came across. I'm just shocked that we're going to, like, Kamala is going to be the one facing internationally fighting China or, you know, do that. Why Every time spe- like the swine flu comes up Why don't they shut that shit down with Ebola You remember Ebola We contained it with just two people Who got infected in Africa We killed it at the Dallas International Airport And, and we killed it with. It. We've been killing it In Africa Working, coordinating with the source Which we haven't done in China You cut people By more than half in China For CDC members Even before this pandemic began you pull them out. Kamala never got that point across because she was fucking stammering through. You pull people out. You never got the point across right because she just tried to recite the lines, recite the lines. I don't know why this is so hard. Maybe I stared at it long enough that it became easy. I, I see that she was steaming. I see that she was blinking a lot. Every time Mike Pence opened his mouth and started spewing his usual slow-ass bullshit, which is expected. I can't believe, I I, I feel like Joe and Kamala came off like fumbling. And for swing states like North Carolina, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, parts of Michigan here, Arizona, it fucking matters. The undecided people, the 3-4% of those people I'll say right now, they might just stay home. They might say, fuck it, I'm not taking my chance on my life and go vote. Fuck it. I'm going to protest one more time. Fuck these two. Also, fuck Kamala. Fuck Joe, too. Sleepy Joe. And then Kamala, this is why she's not a fucking president. So that might happen. But who knows? I hope not. But I'm sure I'm not the only one who noticed this. I know, you know, Valerie Jarrett and all those, like, former Obama administration people talking CNN. They're like, you know, Kamala did great. No, she did not. She did not do great. And that infuriates me. So, I'm going to leave it there. And then we'll kind of come back with the regular, ske- regular schedule programming next week. Uh, until then, please subscribe in the Apple Podcast. Tell your friends, what do you think? You want to yell at me? <laughs> Send an email. A-show at outlook.com. Yell at me on an email. A-show at outlook.com. And then uh, have a great rest of the weekend. Maybe there's another offsite somewhere if they're something to talk about. It's been a while since I had an off so enjoy. Peace out.